Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. Guys, NBA basketball is finally back. We got the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Brooklyn Nets preseason game one, and it was a show. Guys, there was no LeBron James. There was no Russell Westbrook. There was no Carmelo Anthony. There was even no Ariza. But guys, the Lakers had some young guys that decided without Bron and Brody on the floor, they were going to show out. My goodness, did Monk and Nunn put on a show last night in Staples Center. Guys, we didn't have the stars, but this game was plenty fun to watch, and let's break that down. Welcome back to the Westwood Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westwood gets a chip at Always in Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. Guys, of course, the Brooklyn Nets defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 123-97. to Guys, we don't care about the score in the preseason. At the end of three quarters, I believe it was 81-84 to or something like that. Uh, Nets were up by three. That was when, when players that were actually going to play next season were playing. Then after that, in the fourth quarter, when they were playing, like you know, everyone's playing their G League team players. Uh, then, then the Nets opened it up 123-97. So we're not worried about the score. Um I know Nets fans are bragging about the score and let them have their fun. It's preseason. They know it doesn't matter. We know it doesn't matter. That's fine. Um, however, um, defensively, I think that I, I want to talk about that first. Uh, I think that I enjoyed and liked the defense more with one big on the floor. Um, look, guys, this is preseason game one. I'm just critiquing the game. I'm not acting like this is the be-all, end-all. Uh, some people got bent out of shape uh, last night with my live tweeting. But, guys, I mean... I don't like two bigs on the floor at this point. I thought that DeAndre Jordan made the team a little bit too slow. Um, I, I didn't like that look in particular. Um, when DeAndre Jordan came off the floor and it was just Anthony Davis and four wings, you know, and a guard, point guard, uh, I thought it looked a lot better. However, um, there were a lot of players that didn't play. LeBron James didn't play. Russell Westbrook didn't play. Ariza didn't play. Um, Melo didn't play. So maybe it'll look a little bit different uh, on Wednesday, I believe, is the next game. Uh, but my first impression uh, with DeAndre Jordan and Anthony Davis on the floor together is I was not a fan of it defensively or offensively, to be honest. Um, I just thought he made him a little bit too slow on both ends, being DeAndre Jordan. Um, and I think it uh, it didn't allow for, for Davis to uh, operate in spaces he really wanted to. Davis was 2 of 6 from the field, um, a rebound, an assist, I believe. I thought he looked fine. Uh, he's trying to get in rhythm. I uh, said so that's why he wanted to play in the game, even if just a little bit. Again, I'm not worried about his shooting numbers, 33%. I, I'm, he looked good to me. Uh, I, I liked some of the shots he took. I, I liked some of the action that I saw um, with with uh, with Anthony Davis uh, that freed him up alongside Ellington. Uh, Ellington ran some Spains and some and Chicago's and pin downs, things like that. Simple actions that really sprung him open. Uh, I'm not sure if that's normal for the Lakers offense um, as Russell Westbrook just got here. Um, but I, I'm having fun watching it right now. There's simple actions, but they're good actions to have with someone like Ellington and Anthony Davis on the floor together. Um, because if, if you don't, if you don't cover Ellington, then you can go down low, which Rondo did to Anthony Davis. So I'm enjoying the action so far. He looks good. Uh, he's taking good shots. Uh, then some are rolling in and out, but I, I thought he looked good. Um, I just didn't like, uh, DeAndre Jordan sitting there next to him. Um, I have to pay attention closer next game. Maybe it looks better with Dwight Howard and him next to each other. Uh, but I, I didn't like it with DeAndre Jordan on the floor with them as, as well. Um, 
But defensively, uh, I liked how the guard, the guards did seem to kind of get in there um, and, and really wreak havoc. Uh, the Lakers in in the first game, I think they had six steals. Uh, no, I'm sorry, they had nine steals, um, which is pretty good. Nine steals, six blocks. So they were definitely um, and definitely uh, causing a problem there. Um, and the Brooklyn Nets, they had nine steals, seven blocks. So both teams disruptive. Um, I did like that. Uh, I think the Lakers are going to turn the ball over a lot. They've got speed um, as well. So defensively, I like how the guards got in everyone's grill. But I also think having DeAndre Jordan in there being slower, uh, it, it hurt the defense as well, not just the offensive end. Um, so that's so far, that's not something I like. Uh, I also want to speak about, uh, let's talk about the young guys real quick, though. Uh <laughs> Malik Monk, he is a walking bucket. We all know that since Kentucky. Like, we know Monk, he can score. Um, the reason why I said he's a secret weapon for the Lakers isn't because it's a secret that Malik Monk has always been a bucket. He's always been a bucket. It's that you have LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and Carmelo Anthony on the floor. Guys, they're going to forget about people like Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk. That's why I say a secret weapon. I, I guess the X factor is the correct term I should use. But what I mean by secret weapon is that they're going to be so worried about these superstars, especially LeBron, Russ, and Anthony Davis. And to a lesser degree with the bench, maybe, you know, Carmelo Anthony. Because Carmelo Anthony can still, still score. Don't anybody <laughs> tell you otherwise. I think that people are going to forget about players like Monk and Nunn. And Monk, he, he just absolutely just, he's just a bucket. Um, Dwight Howard nicknamed him Microwave. Uh, he was six of twelve from the field, three of six from three. Guys, he's not going to continue to shoot fifty percent from the three point line. He got fifteen points, um, one assist, two rebounds, and a block. He's not going to continue to shoot fifty percent from the three point line, guys. It's not going to happen. However, they're going to forget about players like Monk and Nunn because they're so busy worried about the stars. Not to mention Wayne Ellington is also out there and he can shoot the lights out. He was two of seven from three. Uh, and this one, I like the fact that he shot seven threes. I know he only shot two of seven from three, but I like the fact that he shot seven threes. He's not he's not going to continue to shoot two of seven from the three-point line. Okay. Um, and none, guys. I'm, look, Monk was absolutely amazing. Uh, we all know he can boogie and get his own shot. He doesn't need Russell Westbrook or LeBron James to set him up. He can boogie on you and get his own shot up. Guys, uh, they told me that none can get his own shot too, which I knew wasn't true. Uh, none... He had the pull-up three working. He had the uh, step-back mid-range working. We guys know that he's in a top 98th percentile at mid-range uh, the last two seasons. He can definitely make it drop from the mid-range. Um, and so I thought Nunn looked really good. Look, Nunn was, I believe he was 4 of 10 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3, um, 5 rebounds. No, sorry, 7 rebounds, an assist, uh, and only 2 turnovers. He had 9 points in the game. Guys, I like Nunn. He has so much potential. So much potential. I watched Nunn, and, I mean, he's 26 years old, guys. He's really young. And I thought, man, this kid, he can be very, he's already very good. But he can definitely be really good. Um, I, I was happy about his game, the array of things that he can do. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think he's going to continue to only shoot 40% from the field and only 25% from three. Um None is a very good young talent. I know they call it the uh, 
they call the Lakers the retirement home, but they've got Tyler Horton Tucker's very good young player. Nunn is a very, very good young player. Uh, Malik Monk, he's only 23. He's a very good young player. There are some, some people on this team that are very, very, very good. Reeves got out there, <laughs> uh, took a deep three. There was controversy on his three going on on the court. I uh, don't know why exactly Dwight Howard got a tech. Uh, it looked like uh, James Harden was in midseason form, uh, you know, manipulating the refs uh, like he always does. And, uh, and and Dwight took the bait, got his tech. So, um, uh, real Reeves, Austin Reeves, he was one of four from three, one of five from the field. He got his three off. Uh, it, it was a deep one, too. He had three rebounds, two assists. Um, Tyler Horton Tucker, he has <laughs> some bangers um, as far as at the rim. Uh, I thought he was as f- fast as ever. Uh, you know, complete game from him, four rebounds, three assists, steal, uh, one turnover. He had 10 points. Uh, T- Tucker, you know, look, guys, he's he's talent, Horton Tucker. He's very good. Um, he's an awesome player as well. Like I said, I didn't too much like DeAndre George. Kent Bazemore. He was very good on the floor. He was two of six from the field, but I like baseball on the floor defensively. Um, I don't know. I, I just I just liked it. He's thirty two, so he's much older. Um, so I get it. If as far as the starting lineup is concerned, you want someone with some younger legs in that starting lineup. Um, but I actually liked his minutes on the floor. I thought defensively he did well. I, th- I thought he stretched the floor well. At the beginning of the game, I didn't think there was enough movement on the floor when, when Anthony Davis had the ball in his hands, but that got better as time went on. Um, so, um, I-, I didn't complain about that too much. Uh, Rondo played nine minutes. He didn't, he didn't do a ton. He had three rebounds and assists. Um, Dwight Howard. Uh, so, he had like all the offensive rebounds. I think he had five offensive rebounds. He had six total. Uh, he had a steal, a block, two turnovers. He had six fouls, so he fouled out. Uh, what I thought was impressive is that Dwight Howard went five of six from the free throw line. DeAndre Jordan went five of eight, and at one point he was really dragging down the the free throw percentage for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, Davis went two of three, sixty six percent. Tucker went three of four, seventy five percent. Uh, Oliver went two of four, fifty percent. Howard went five of six. Ellington three of three. Um, McClung one of two. So the free throw th- shooting is going to be important. So I was very impressed that Dwight Howard uh, he was able to make five of six of his free throws to keep that percentage high. Whereas DeAndre Jordan did struggle with his eight free throws. DeAndre Jordan did go to line. He did rebound. He had four rebounds. I just thought his minutes weren't all that great. Um, on the floor with those guys. I'm looking forward to seeing the full team. Russell Westbrook uh, with Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk on the floor, just flying down the floor. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. That unit was very, very fun. And at one point, it was just Dwight Howard, all the young guys, I think, and then Bazemore. So I think it was Dwight Howard, Bazemore. Then it was Nunn, Tucker, and Malik Monk. And it was so fun. Oh, gosh. It was just so fun to watch. Just speed, just buckets, movement on the uh, on the floor. Uh, they were getting into it defensively. Uh, it was very fun to watch. Overall, guys, I know we lost the game as far as, as, far as the final score, but you're not looking for that. There was some chemistry that was blooming uh, on the floor uh, with the young guys. Anthony Davis looked like he was in good shape and he's playing well. He's just got to get in rhythm. Uh, they were getting into it defensively, things like that. So I am very much happy with the first outing for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, I believe on Wednesday, 
uh, they have another game. Uh, this one will be against, let me see, let me make sure here. Yes, they have the Suns on Wednesday at 6 Eastern, 5 Central, uh, 3 Pacific. Um, so I'm looking forward to that game as well. Uh, hopefully we'll get a little bit more of the stars in that game so we can actually see what's going on there. Then they play the Warriors on that Friday on NBA TV. Uh, then they play the, the Suns again on Sunday uh, on ESPN. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to it, guys. Um, this is a good outing. There's not a whole lot to say. I know this is podcast is only about 15 minutes long um but this is a positive podcast guys they look good uh so far the young guys very exciting to see um they're getting after defensively i love the offense right now um they're really doing we're running spain pick and rolls they're running chicago um i'm gonna try to make some videos on these um plays in case you don't know exactly what i mean by that um but they're they're definitely uh they're running things and i'm, I'm very happy about that so guys but right here is where i'll break things Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please hit that subscribe button. Also, if you like video analysis and things like that, make sure you go check out my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I'm going to make a video uh, about Spain and Chicago, which the Lakers did run. Uh, so please, please subscribe if you want to see that. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westwood Gets the Chip, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. And as always, until next time, peace.